Good morning. This is Tuesday, March 18, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Jet's path seen as altered via computer. Putin recognizes Crimea secession defying the West. And tension mounts as families hold vigil in Beijing. In today's national headlines, reading, writing, and renewal, the urban kind. Campaign inquiry in Utah is watchdog's worst case. And a pre-dawn earthquake rolled across the L.A. basin on Monday. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 181.5 yesterday. Something went very wrong, GM chief says. Foreign investors in Russia are vital to sanctions debate, and putative Bitcoin founder categorically denies report. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, Jet's path seen as altered via computer. Matthew Wald and Michael Schmidt have the story. The first turn to the west that diverted the missing Malaysia Airlines plane from its planned flight path from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing was carried out through a computer system that was likely programmed by someone in the jet's cockpit who was knowledgeable about airplane systems, according to senior American officials. Instead of manually operating the plane's controls, whoever altered Flight 370's path typed seven or eight keystrokes into a computer, according to officials. The flight management system directs the plane from point to point, specified in the flight plan submitted before each flight. It is not clear whether the path was reset before or after takeoff. That the turn away from Beijing was programmed into the computer has reinforced the belief of investigators that the plane was deliberately diverted and that foul play was involved, it has also increased their focus on the plane's pilot and first officer. Malaysian authorities on Monday reversed themselves on the sequence of events they believe took place on the plane in the crucial minutes before ground controllers lost contact with it early on March 8th. They said it was the plane's first officer, the co-pilot, who was the last person in the cockpit to speak to ground control, and they withdrew their assertion that another automated system on the plane called Aircraft Communications Addressing and Reporting System, or ACARS, had already been disabled when the co-pilot spoke. The flight management system reports its status to ACARS, which in turn transmits information back to a maintenance base. ACARS ceased to function at about the same time that oral radio contact was lost and the airplane's transponder stopped fueling suspicions that foul play was involved. Investigators are scrutinizing radar tapes from when the plane first departed Kuala Lumpur because the tapes would show that after the plane first changed its course, it passed through several pre-established waypoints, which are like virtual mile markers in the sky. That would suggest that the plane was under control of a knowledgeable pilot because passing through those points without using the computer would have been unlikely. According to investigators, it appears that a waypoint was added to the planned route. Pilots do that in the ordinary course of flying if air traffic controllers tell them to take a different route to avoid weather or traffic. But in this case, the waypoint was far off the path to Beijing. Whoever changed the plane's course 
would have had to be familiar with Boeing aircraft. American officials and aviation experts said it was far-fetched to believe that a passenger could have reprogrammed the flight management system.